Are you ready? Brace yourself. Now back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Welcome back. Uh, so here's where we are. Southern Miss is the best baseball team in Mississippi, the best college baseball team in Mississippi. And Scotty Scheffler is the best golfer in the world, just like everyone predicted on January the 1st, 2022, right? Like you're right at the beginning of the year. Y'all knew that's what was going to happen, right? Right? Well, maybe you did, but I didn't. But that's where we are. If you listened to the show last week, you might have enjoyed the conversations with Don Williams live from Augusta. And that was in preview and in coverage of. And now, looking back on the Masters that Scotty Scheffler dominated, Don Williams with us one more time here on the phone. Don, thanks for coming back on a Monday. Boy, what a weekend and and what a, as it turned out, what a fun uh, back nine on Sunday we got to watch, huh? It's interesting the different takes that I've read this morning, Matt. Uh, some people say it was a Masters devoid of uh, intrigue or excitement, or and in the sense that five or six players had a chance to win as they made the turn to the back, and there was uh, thrusting and parrying and give and take and exchanges of names atop the leaderboard. None of that occurred. Yet I think it was still um, very very interesting and something that you'll remember apart from, say, when Mike Weir won or Trevor Immelman or Angel Cabrera. I think you may remember this one simply because of the artistry that uh, Scheffler showed with his unique swing throughout the day and also, with the exception of two holes, pretty incredible play from Cam Smith, who is pretty darn good in his own right. He just... uh, he decided to attack and get aggressive on number 12, and it cost him. And as such, uh, it, you know, it rinsed his chances. And to his credit, he came back and added a couple of birdies, I think, which showed a lot uh, toward the end to, to get back into a tie for third place. And then the Rory McElroy round uh, was just a phenomenal thing to watch. And captivated by the, uh, uh, the the blast from the bunker on number 18, which was then followed by Colin Morikawa doing the exact same thing, except in a different fashion. They took different routes to get there. It's hard to beat that. It really is. And, you know, that was the thing to me. I, I, if you get somebody uh, on the last, on the back nine on Sunday that is within three shots or four at one point three, at one point four, it was two different players, Cam Smith and Rory McIlroy, who they were a few back, but there might be this chance if something were to happen with Scheffler. To me, Don, that is intrigue because all it would take is a Scheffler ball in the water at 15 or 16, and it's game on, you know? Right, and that's the uh, – and it's certainly we can remember – when Jordan Spieth uh, did that, uh, what, six years ago, yeah. that led to Danny Willett's win. And uh, <clears throat> so there's no such thing as a safe lead uh, at Augusta. Although, <clears throat> you know, to me, I think the most amazing thing that happened, uh, uh, not from a, from a shot standpoint, from a decision standpoint, was Scheffler uh, um, getting the green in two on number 15. I don't think anybody anticipated that. I think Dottie was taken by surprise, and the CBS crew 
because there was no need for it. Right. But that just goes to show, I think, the utter confidence that he had in his game and what he could do. I still would love to have him explain to me why he didn't just hit a, uh, a wedge down there. Well, I, you know, he did. He said there was always the chance that if you lay up, then you hit your third shot over, and we've seen occasions where uh, it hits and spins back into the water, and now all of a sudden you're still on this side of the pond hitting uh, hitting five. But there's chances, no matter what you do, that you have to take. He just decided that was the best option for him, and he pulled it off. Don Williams on your radio. Don, is there a, is there a greater spectacle in all of sports than the Masters tournament every year? Hard to say because I've never been to Wimbledon or the U.S. Uh, tennis Open um, <clears throat> or the opening ceremonies of the Olympics. But of things that I've been to, I, I can't really think that there is. Um, I have taken numerous people, such as yourself, to Augusta to experience uh, it firsthand. And um, uh, the, the texts and messages that I get afterwards uh, were, are always the same. A unique experience, a once-in-a-lifetime thrill, uh, unbelievably awesome. A good friend of mine who was there in 19 on Sunday when Tiger won said it was the absolute best day of his entire life. And he's not even a big Tiger Woods fan. Wow. It's just the experience of everything that went on. And the fact that unlike most sporting events where you've got three hours, four hours, this is, it can be, if you choose to immerse yourself as such, it can be a 10, 12-hour day. And those that are going for one time and one time only, um, I think that's pretty much what they do. They get there when the uh, gates open and they leave when the uh, security guards tell them, uh, you got to get out of here. Yeah, It's just incredible um, to the imagery. I'm someone who, Don, I'm very affected, always have been very affected by sort of the aesthetics of something, how it looks, how it sounds. Those things always have a great impact on me. Not everybody's the same, but it's not just golf. I, I just, I can't think in all of sports, the camera angles, the depth of feel that you get when a player's putting on 18 and they give you that low angle from below the green. You can see all the patrons behind standing there waiting and their arms go up when it goes in. You just, you don't get that in any, and, and even though they try it at other golf tournaments, it's still not quite the Masters. You know, it's, I just think it stands by itself. I think the thing I like about golf, and there's millions of things I like, but I was thinking about this yesterday, uh, watching when Tiger Woods, um, uh, pushed his tee shot on number six to the right of the green and really close to the um, to the ropes. And so he's got to go down there and chip it up onto the green. And so by pure happenstance, eight or ten or twelve people are going to be standing no more than five feet from Tiger Woods mm. as he plays an actual shot in competition. How, how often does something, and, and, and you can't plan for that. It just happens. But it happens every day. It happens on every hole and on every group because someone sometime over 18 holes is going to spray one into the gallery or very near the gallery. And in what other what other sport do you have that opportunity to literally be able to touch them and hear them talk to their caddy and then watch them execute a shot from that kind of a vantage point? It's unbelievable. It really is. Don Williams on your radio. 
Don, with the, the success that Scheffler's had, you know, winning four times, and in those first four wins, it's a, a major and a world champ, world golf championship. They joins Tiger Woods, the only other guy that's ever done it. Tiger's done it a bunch of times. But little things like that, do you think he's a he has the chance to kind of take over the golf world the way Spieth did there for a little while and maybe even Rory before that post-Tiger? I don't. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Not that I think that he's a flash in the pan, because clearly he's not. Uh, people who follow golf have uh, have known that Scheffler was on the verge and uh, that something like this was coming, not for uh, wins in seven weeks. But the reason I say no is because the depth of uh, play is incredible right now with you know, I mentioned Colin Marikawa a moment ago, and you've got John Rahm, who was number one for most of last year. You still have Justin Thomas. Uh, McElroy shows that he's not totally gone away yet. Spieth is always an enigma and somebody to watch. And there, uh, Xander Shopley and Tony Finau, and I could go on and on. Any one of these players has the physical tools and the mental acuity to run off the kind of streak that uh, Scheffler has here in the last two or three months. The difference uh, between the Tiger Woods era and the era we're in now is, and that's not to say that the next best players during the Tiger Woods era, which would include Phil Mickelson and Ernie Els and others like that, weren't incredibly talented. They were. But there was a separation between Tiger and those second and third place uh, finishers that was discernible, and they even knew that on his best day, they couldn't catch him. There is no separation like that now, and I I don't think that uh, Scheffler has the physical skills or the the, the mechanisms in his game to, to go higher to an incredible degree than where he is right now that would separate him from all those people I just mentioned. If there was anybody like that, it would be John Rahm, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, and, and I would have said the same thing 10 years ago about Dustin Johnson. Uh, DJ never did quite take it to another level. He's got chinks in his game that still exist. Everybody does. And I think we saw the wayward drives that Scheffler hit, uh, particularly early yesterday and late on Saturday that could creep into his game uh, at any time along the way. So I expect him to be a contender. I expect him to win more. I expect him to win a second, a third, maybe even a fourth major. But to be the clearly dominant player of an era, no, I don't think so. Great stuff as always. Don, uh, can't thank you enough for all the coverage in preview and in recap. It's great to talk golf with you, my friend. Talk to you soon. All right, Matt. Thank you. Take care. You too. Thank you. That's Don Williams. So he doesn't actually think, you know, even with some wins still out in front of him, sure, but he didn't think that Scheffler is the guy that sort of takes over the golf world. We're talking post-Tiger. Maybe even like a Spieth did there for a little while and all that. Uh, I'm certainly not the expert, but it's going to be interesting to watch. Still, I'm almost sad that the the Masters is over. Can they do it again this weekend? No, I guess not. We'll have to wait till next year. And we'll wait till tomorrow and do this again. I'm Matt. For Bill and everybody here at the Farm Bureau Studio, see you tomorrow. See ya!